Hey, good morning. It is May 17th. It's Thursday. Woo woo. And it is still raining. Yes, raining in the Northeast. We're all building arcs here, or we wish we had last week. Anyway, so I have a quote of the day from Bob Saget. Today is his birthday. And he was born May 17th, 1956. He's an American actor and comedian. And his quote is this. Celebrity is a word that I find offensive. That's the C word. I hate it. It means no discernible talent. It means all you want is to be famous. It doesn't mean you're a writer, an actor, a mime. I think I want to not be a celebrity. All right. And that is your quote of the day. Stay dry. Good morning, and here are your horoscopes from the New York Post and Sally Brompton for Thursday, May 17th. Aquarius, because you don't like to cause a scene, you've allowed loved ones to get away with things they should not have got away with in recent days, and now you must go to the other extreme and demand they play by the rules. Well, don't just say it, mean it. Pisces, you need to tie up any and all loose ends today and tomorrow because come the weekend, you'll be busy with other things and come Monday, it will be too late. Don't leave the details to other people. Take care of them yourself. Aries, this may be a difficult time for you, but it can also be a time when you learn something to your advantage, maybe something that will change your life for the better. If you're torn between the future and the past, choose the future. Taurus, don't try to force the pace or start something new over the next 24 hours because the planets won't allow it. Instead, use your time and energy to finish a project that has already been started. You can still make a huge success of it. Hey, Gemini, the quality you most need now is patience. When the sun moves into your sign at the start of next week, a new phase will begin and you can make all those changes you've been dreaming of. Until then, stay calm. Your time is coming. Cancer, for some strange reason, you seem to be afraid of your own shadow at the moment, but the good news is this negative feeling won't be with you for long. Deep down, you can sense that one of the most important times of the year is about to begin. Leo, you have no choice but to accept what is taking place in your life at the moment, even though you may not approve of it. There are times when even a Leo must bend with the breeze, And this is one of them. Don't waste time complaining about it. Hey Virgo, you will have to yield to the whims of partners and colleagues today, especially on the work front where they expect you to be a team player and won't be happy if you don't want to play. Just do what you have to do and do it well. Libra, there may be times today when you are tempted to let certain individuals know what you think of them, which is not much, but if you are smart, you'll bite your tongue, smile sweetly, and then walk away. Seriously, they are not worth the effort. Scorpio, chances are you will upset someone or maybe several someones, but that's probably a good thing. You need to let others know that you are not the type who can be pushed around. Not today or the next day. Not any day with a Y in it. Hey, Sagittarius. 
You have a right to say what you think. Of course you do, but others have a right to say what they think too. And chances are your opinions will clash today. So listen, keep it friendly if you possibly can. You don't want to make any unnecessary enemies. In Capricorn, what happens over the next two or three days is likely to bring you down to earth with a bump. And seeing as you've been flying all over the place of late, you can't really expect a soft landing. Time to get your head out of the clouds. And these are your horoscopes for May 17th. If you are born today, May 17th, with both Mercury and Uranus now in your sign, your mind should be moving faster and on a higher level as well. Don't just accept what others tell you is the truth this year. Dig deeper and find out what is really going on in the world. You are inspiring, excellent at promotion and sales and strong-minded. Music may be a talent or at least extremely important in your life. When confident, you are radiant, helpful, and a joy to be around. When insecure, however, you might have a tendency to bring others down with you. Stubborn, yet attuned to progress, there is a well-defined spiritual bent to your personality. Famous people born today include Eric Satie, Dennis Hopper, Sugar Ray Leonard, Trent Reznor, Enya, Nikki Reed, Bill Paxton, and Bob Saget. Happy birthday, Taurus. Today in Rock, 1950, Faraday, Louisiana, celebrated Jerry Lee Lewis Day with a parade honoring their hometown boy who was just about to leave on his fateful tour of England. That same year, Connie Francis topped the UK chart for the first of six weeks with Who's Sorry Now? a song that was previously recorded by Isham Jones and his orchestra in 1923. Connie's version reached number four on the Billboard charts and earned a gold record for sales of one million copies. In 1963, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Pete Seeger, The Weavers, and Peter, Paul, and Mary were featured acts at the very first Monterey Folk Festival in Monterey, California. 1969, a band calling themselves the Chicago Transit Authority released their self-titled debut album, which would eventually peak number 17. By the end of 1972, the LP had amassed 148 weeks on the chart, making it the longest-running album by a rock group up to that time. The band was later sued by the real Chicago Transit Authority and was forced to shorten their name to, what else, Chicago. That same year, Britain's music magazine the New Musical Express announced that for the first time ever, LP sales and production outstripped those of singles in Great Britain. And that year, for just 35 cents, you could pick up a copy of this month's Rolling Stone magazine with Joni Mitchell on the cover. 1973, Yes received gold records for both Yes songs, their triple record live set, and the Yes album. 1975, Elton John was awarded a platinum record for his album, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. It was the first LP to sell one million copies on its first day of release. That same year, Mick Jagger tripped and in an attempt to break his fall, 
put his fist through the window of a restaurant in Long Island, New York. Jagger required 20 stitches, but the Rolling Stones' North American tour proceeded in two weeks as planned. That same year, Earth, Wind & Fire started a three-week run at the top of the Billboard Hot 200 album chart with the soundtrack to That's the Way of the World, a motion picture which featured several of the band members in cameo roles. In 1980, Peter Criss dropped out of Kiss and was replaced by drummer Eric Carr. Carr was first heard on the concept album The Elder in 1981. Both Ace Frehley and Chris had been opposed to the idea of The Elder, and when it bombed, Frehley also quit the band. That same year, Paul and Linda McCartney are the guest hosts of NBC's Saturday Night Live, where they performed their new single, Coming Up. 1987, a fire destroyed Tom Petty's L.A. home and caused $800,000 worth of damage. It was later discovered to be the work of an arsonist. In 1989, promoters in Montreal announced the cancellation of the July 5th reunion concert by The Who because of poor ticket sales. In 1992, Lawrence Welk died at his home in Santa Monica, California at the age of 89. The Lawrence Welk Show was on TV for 30 years. 1993, Barry Manilow appeared on CBS TV's Murphy Brown where he sang I Am Your Child. 1995, Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, and Little Richard appeared together for the first time at a concert in Sheffield, England. In 2001, music publishers Helios Music Corp sues the band Garbage for plagiarism, saying the song I Think I'm Paranoid too closely resembles Bend Me, Shape Me, a 1968 number five hit for the American breed. 2002, songwriter Sharon Shealy died in an LA hospital from complications following a cerebral hemorrhage. She was 62. Shealy wrote, Poor Little Fool for Ricky Nelson, as well as Dum Dum, a hit for Brenda Lee. Sharon was the girlfriend of Eddie Cochran and was in the London car accident that took Eddie's life on April 17, 1960. That same year, the Barry Manilow special, Ultimate Manilow, aired on CBS TV. In 2012, Donna Summer, often called the Queen of Disco, died of cancer at the age of 63, and during her career, which peaked in the 70s, she won five Grammys and sold more than 130 million records worldwide. In 2013, singer-songwriter Alan O'Day died after a six-month battle with brain cancer at the age of 72. He wrote for Helen Reddy and for the Righteous Brothers. His own chart-topping single, Undercover Angel, sold over a million copies in 1977. In 2014, a 1963 Rickenbacker 425 guitar, once owned and played in the studio by George Harrison, went up for auction at Manhattan's Hard Rock Cafe. Harrison's act sold for $657,000. In 2015, a year later, George Harrison's Mainton Master Sound guitar, Mainton Master Sound guitar, say that fast, used during the Beatles' live performances in the summer of 63 sold for 485000 by Julian's Auctions in New York. 
Also purchased were a black sequin glove worn by Michael Jackson, a stage-worn tank top that belonged to Madonna, and Elvis Presley's tour bus and marriage certificate. And this was your day in rock. So when is a birthday cake like a golf ball? Well, that's easy. It's when you slice it. So today, on Ultimate Classic Rock, an article about strawberry fields. And it goes like this. John Lennon's sister is leading a campaign to offer Beatles fans the chance to own a part of Strawberry Field and support a benefit campaign in the process. Immortalized in the 1967 track Strawberry Fields Forever, the real Strawberry Field was a Salvation Army children's home that was demolished in the 70s. The campaign aims to raise funds for a new support hub and visitor experience to be built on the site. Bricks from the original building are being sold for approximately $100 each, complete with a presentation box, limited edition, numbered to 2500 and an embossed hologram. We want to open it to the public for the very first time so that visitors can celebrate and enjoy it now and forever, the Salvation Army said on the Strawberry Field website. The visitor experience will tell the story of the Salvation Army, the children's home, that once stood here and the part that Strawberry Field played in the life of John Lennon and the Beatles. We will create a new training and work placement hub for young people with learning disabilities where they can learn skills, gain work experience, grow in confidence, and achieve. You can help us bring Strawberry Field back to life. Julia Baird, Lennon's half-sister, is all for it. I'm sure that all Beatles fans will find a way to support this significant project that will bring hope to so many young adults with learning disabilities, she said. With Father's Day coming soon, what better present could there be for lovers of Strawberry Fields Forever? The track, which was originally intended to appear on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but released as a single instead, is widely regarded as one of the Beatles' chief achievements in psychedelic rock, while its video is a key moment in the development of promo films. Lennon thought of Strawberry Fields Forever as one of his best works. It's real, you know, he said in a 1970 interview. It's about me, and I don't know anything else really. The only true songs I ever wrote were Help and Strawberry Fields Forever. And... That's it. Have a great Thursday. I will see you guys back here tomorrow. Until then, be safe. Try to be dry. I can't, but you could maybe where you are. <laughs>